Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lukutim Moran. As we found in many of the Torah teachings before from Rabbi Nachman in this particular Sefer, there's a wondrous teaching of Rabbi Barbar Chana that happens from the Talmud. Right now in our Torah, the 10th Torah, is where Rabbi Nachman is going to bring in yet another one of these happenings of Rabbi Barbar Chana. Here's how it goes. Picking it up in paragraph tests, paragraph 9 in the 10th Torah. Here we go, Vazet Perish. And this is the explanation of the following happening. Amar Rabba Barachana says, Rabba Barachana, Amar li hahu tayo. This particular merchant said to me, Tava achvelach belue de koirach. Come with me and I'm going to show you those who were swallowed up with korach. To add a drop of context here, in the Torah itself, we learn about Korach and his rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu, against Moses. Korach felt that perhaps he should be the leader, and he challenged Moshe Rabbeinu, and he had a whole rebellion. He had an army. He had people with him. They challenged Moshe Rabbeinu. We're going to see some specifics as we move forward, but for our context to know that the end of the rebellion of Korach was due to Hashem opening up the earth and swallowing Korach and all of his men. So in our happening here that Rabbi Nachman brought in from the Talmud, Rabbi Barachana is saying, this merchant told me, come over here, I'm going to show you where we can hear the men of Korach. Where are they now? Somewhere deep inside the pits of the earth. That I went with him and I saw these two cracks, these breaks in the earth, where there was smoke coming out. Shekal gevava de amra and this merchant, he took a ball of wool and he dipped it in water. And then he put that soaked ball of wool on the end of a pole, like on a spear, and he stuck it into those cracks in the ground. And when he pulled it out, this spear with the soaked wool at the end, it was totally scorched, totally burnt. Amarli, Atsis, Mashemais, listen, what do you hear? Veshimes dahave Amrin, Moshe Fesorasa Yemes Vehein Bedain. I heard them saying that Moshe Rabbeinu and his Torah are true, and we are false. We are incorrect. We're wrong. We, or them, meaning Korach and all of his men, us who are down here in the pits of hell, if you will, inside the earth, in a burning state, we are wrong. Amar Li, this merchant said back to me, meaning the merchant too, Rabbi Barachana, Kol shloishim yoima mehadra lehu gehenem lahacha kabasa bekalachas. He says that every 30 days, Gehenem, this hell, if you will, brings them back up to the top like a pot of meat. You can picture as you're churning a big meat stew. You want to make sure that all the parts come back up to the top and it's evenly distributed. So too, says this merchant of Rabba Babarachana, that the pits of Gehenem make sure at least monthly that Korach and all of his men are churned properly so they get to the hottest part and they're forced to regularly forever remind themselves Moshe is correct and the Torah is correct and we were wrong. And they have to say, Moshe and the Torah is true, and his Torah is true, the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu. And they, meaning the people that disagree with Moshe, the people who rebel against Moshe, namely Korach and his men, are incorrect. Now what we're going to do is break this down, break down this 
fascinating happening with Rabbi Barbarchana and this particular merchant to show how each of these pieces corresponds to one of the ideas in the Torah that we've been learning. Here we go. Balue de Koirach. Our story talks about those that were swallowed up with Korach and all of those who rebelled against Moshe Rabbeinu, against Moses. As it says in the Midrash and Rabbinic writings, Korach minhaya. Korach was a heretic. Our rabbis teach that Korach was a heretic. And this is the concept of idolatry, minus. Heresy and idolatry are connected, having thoughts that go against the tradition of our people, as well as serving foreign gods, which is definitely against the the commandments of our people, are definitely two items that are very closely connected. That I saw two cracks, and there were these fumes or smokes coming out of them. What does that have to do with the Torah that we've been learning thus far? Hainu, that is to say, This is all about the anger that gets set off because of idolatry or because of heresy. The godly anger. We can picture very clearly in our minds, picture a a cartoon where someone gets upset and there we use the even use the word fuming when someone's fuming and there's like smoke coming from their nose so lahavdal elif havdal is we're not god forbid saying that god is a cartoon but to understand this idea of anger happening when there are clear breaches of the covenant there is for us to understand an anger that is caused by that breach like our rabbis teach, all the times when there is idolatry in this world, service of foreign gods, so there is a godly anger that comes down to the world also. These two cracks, this is connected to the two Holes in the nose. We're talking about nostrils. That from there come the smoke. Come those two cracks in the earth where the smoke is coming up. And that's what Rabbi Barachana saw. So too, the two holes in the nose is where the fumes come from when someone is angry. Like the verse says in Tehillim, That smoke came up from his nose. What's the next Metaphor from this this happening, Vashako Gavava de Amra, that he took a ball of wool, Zebachinus Oimerkanal. This Amra, you can see there's an ayin, a mem, and a resh. This is connected to the Omer, the Omer offering, the bundle of barley that we spoke about earlier. And this merchant took the ball of wool, is connected to our understanding of. The taking of the Omer offering, de Amra, is like Omer, 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 Ayin, Mem, Resh. Next idea of Mashe Bamaya, that it was dipped in water. What does this mean? Zebachinus Saorim. This corresponds to the Saorim, to the barley. How could this be? Bechinus Esther Baruch HaKodesh. We'll see, because Esther, as we learned before, was dictated through Ruach HaKodesh, through a sort of prophecy, Shehu Bechinas Raglayin Kanal. And this is the idea of the feet, of the legs. Remember, Esther is the legs. 
Because feet are the brooks of water, the streams. Which are the willows of the stream. And there's a lot of pieces here. We're going to slowly break this back down. As our rabbis teach in Masecha Sukkah, that a person's feet serve as a guarantor for him. So this guarantee is the concept of the willows of the stream, the streams of water, which is all connected to Mordechai and Esther, which are the ideas of the hands and the feet, like we learned before, which is clapping and dancing, like we learned above. Okay, let's pause and break this down. This paragraph is very complicated. Let's try to break this down. But before we do, it's important to note, as I learned from my Rebbeim, when something is unbelievably challenging in the spiritual realms, just because we don't understand it now doesn't mean we won't in the future. And more importantly, perhaps, doesn't mean that our soul isn't holding on to it right now. So we're going to go through it one more time, break it down, and know that whatever we don't grasp this time around, our soul definitely understands. So for this flow of knowledge, it is that Esther is the feet and the legs, as we learned before, which is, which corresponds to the hidden aspects of the Torah. And this is the water brook. Why is that the water brook? Because the willow, as taught by Kabbalistic teachings, represents the the feet. Parenthetically, the other species that we take on Sukkot, for the Dalid Minim, the four species that we bring together around the Lulav and the Etrog, they each correspond to other parts of the body. So the Talmud says that feet are the guarantors for one's self, just like what we're learning now, Esther, who is the feet, is the guarantor for the Jewish people, for Jewish survival. Esther is the feet. She's the foundation. She is what guarantees the survival of the Jewish people. Thus, the wool that was soaked in water is the combination of Mordechai and Esther, as we learned about before with the joining of Mordechai and Esther, which is the joining of both the revealed Torah and the concealed Torah. And this is the combination of clapping and dancing. And when they all come together, this is what ultimately sweetens the divine decrees. We're going to pause here, let all of this information soak up a little bit in our minds and in our souls, wishing everyone a beautiful day.